Concepts for Living. Welcome to Concepts for Living. Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. Concepts for Living can change your life today. Hi, welcome again to Concepts for Living. Biblical principles for contemporary living. You know, there comes a time when the next generation must step up to the plate and fulfill their responsibility for the future. Yes, the future. That's why I'm going to be speaking from the theme in this message, anointing for greater works. Stay tuned. You'll be blessed. I know many of you have already indicated in your own mind and heart or may even uttered from your mouth. Oh, I know that. That's the comfort chapter. I know that because this is the passage that Jesus is uttering to comfort his disciples. Hmm? Notice how it begins. Let not your heart be troubled. Verse 1. You believe in God? Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. Whither I go, ye know, and the way, ye know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. I know you've read that a hundred times. But do you really know the depth and significance as it relates to the church today? As it relates to what we are supposed to be doing today? Do you see this passage only as a comforting passage? Think about it. I know because I've been there with you. Also, just not really seeing it. Deep beyond the written script. Do you see it? I mean, is, 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 this, is this a time when Jesus is just now testing their devotion to him? You believe in God, believe also in me. But Jesus said, I'm going away. I'm going back to my father. Now I want you to get the setting in your mind. Here, Jesus is with his disciples. In fact, he's always with his disciples up to this point. 
And what you note is that when you listen and when you, by the Holy Ghost, get to see and understand what's going on, particularly when Jesus said, I'm going away. I'm going back to my father. He's talking to his disciples. And now they're becoming rather apprehensive. They're becoming rather sad. They're becoming uh, rather, uh, how should I put it, insecure. Because what Jesus is doing is, he's leaving us. What about us? Who's going to take care of us? For three years plus, he's been with them. Day and night. On the land and on the sea. In the valleys and on the mountaintops. Through all of their experiences, they developed a connection. And it's always apprehensive when connections have to be broken. Always challenging when a change is in the air. Because when you really read into this whole 14th chapter, what you're going to do is to understand what Jesus was up to. (laughs) He was introducing transition. He was celebrating while he was introducing the growth, the development, the time. In fact, he was also celebrating his work. His development of them. He found them fishing. He found them in other occupations. But now, for these three odd years, they have been with him. Developing. I mean, growing and, 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 and coming into understandings and watching him, how he would exemplify before them how they ought to be. Oh, that's going on. And in the midst of it, Jesus said, I'm going away. I'm going to my father. No wonder Philip said, show us the father. Look down at verse 8. Philip said, Philip, you know, we got the Thomases and we got the Philips. Okay, if you're going away, show us the father. I mean, Jesus said, when you see me, you see the father. For I and the Father are one. If you are really a part of me, when you are seen, they'll see me. Because you and I are one. So don't be apprehensive about this, these parting words. What was this all about? Just comforting apprehensive and broken hearts no Jesus was introducing the time for commissioning well the setting of our text 
was a time when Jesus was meeting with his disciples and he was doing at least three things. One, he was commissioning. Therefore, my first point is the commissioning and then the conditioning, and then the conferring. Stay tuned and be blessed. He has conditioned you. He has conditioned you. When you have prepared someone to assume a certain responsibility, you don't have to be standing over their shoulder all the time. There has to be a point where you step back and celebrate their capability because of the work's sake. Believe me, for the work's sake. Now, listen to this. He says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do. Why? Because, here's the reason, because I go to my Father. Some things will never happen to show your development until you're left on your own. This old mammy-pammy hugging and holding, there comes a point where you really show your work, the worth of it, the value of it, the success of it, when you step back and then you watch them. Where are you going? It's all right. But you got to give us something. Show us the Father. Well, when you see me, you see him. Don't worry about it. You're going to be all right. The works I do. One of the things that we have failed to understand is that Jesus never went but two miles. Watch this now. In any direction. Because he stayed in the region of Palestine. His ministry for three odd years was just in that region. Think about it. But what he says is that when I release you, you're going to go to do greater, 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 greater. The gospel was not heard in Rome. The gospel was not heard in Europe. The gospel was not heard in Asia. The gospel was not heard. No, 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 no. Not when Jesus was in ministry. But Jesus said, the day is coming and I'm excited about it because now you're going to prove the worth of my works in you because you're going to do not only what I did, but you are going to go greater. You're going to cover a wider territory. You're going into regions where I've never been. Are you listening to me? But he's still Jesus. He's still the Lord. He's still the Father's Son. But that was not his job. His job was to get you ready and me ready so we can go into regions where he never went. That's why the day of Pentecost was so wonderfully, strategically held. 
the Pentecost of AD 33 was like no other Pentecost before. For this is the day when you're going to see why he commissioned us and how he would condition us. I conditioned you not to sit and to evaluate. I conditioned you to go. Read it for yourself. Look in St. Mark 16, and I want you to look with me just at a, a, a couple of verses there. Look at verse 15. It says, And he said unto them, Go ye into where? Go ye into all the world, and what? Preach the gospel to every creature. Watch this. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. I'm putting it in your hands. I'm putting the assignment in your hands. It's in your hands. It's in my hands. Coming to worship is more than a time to just see your friends. Coming to worship is more than a time to just have your song sung. And if your song is not sung the way you want it sung, then all that nonsense. It's nonsense. There's no sense in it. Are you listening to me? He says, now I'm going to release you to go even where I never went. And that's what every good mentor wants. Is that his mentees will go and achieve more than he had. Do more than I have ever done. A young man stopped me this week. I don't know him that well. I've seen him. I don't know him. He said, oh, I've been looking for you. I've been looking for you. I said, looking for me? For what? He said, because I was praying, because I've been seeking God about what to do with my life. And God said, find Vernon Lamb. Let him be your mentor. Would you mentor me? I used to think that mentoring, good mentoring, was only done by hands-on. Some of the greatest mentoring is done at a distance. A call every now and then. Hmm? Instruction here, instruction there. It doesn't mean that you become buddy, 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 buddy. I want you to understand that there are some things that I never done, you're getting ready to do. Some places I've never been, you're getting ready to go to. You are going to now, because of Pentecost, you're going now into regions equipped to do what I know will be done. Because I mentored you. 
So I'm going to my father. Watch this now. And then he says this. Jump down here in verse 13. He says, And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, I will do it. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. Watch this. You didn't get that. Whatever you need by asking for it, I will do it. (laughs) So that the Father can be glorified in the Son. Oh my God! Can you did you get that? Do it. So wherever I am, I'll say, "That's my, that's my boy, that's my girl, that's my." <laughs> Things are going to be done now by the intrepid missionaries in Paul, Barnabas, Silas. Get all the rest, even John Mark. <laughs> Whoever would have thought that John Mark, who went with them on the first missionary journey, but the moment he starts seeing a whole lot of crazy stuff going on, John Mark said, I can't handle this one. He left them in Paphos and went back to Jerusalem to his mama. By the time they got ready to do the second missionary, are y'all with me? The second missionary journey, guess what would happen? Here come John. I'm ready. You see, everybody doesn't have the same growth pattern. Everybody doesn't, everybody doesn't get it the first time around. you got to go through to come through to get through he showed up he deserted them Paul was mad Paul got mad tried to mentor you tried to show you tried to let God uh, bless you to see how it's done and you left now here you showing up again want to go again I want to pause right now and take the Barnabas spirit Barnabas said yes Paul that's the truth but let's take him with us this time I believe he's ready now I believe he's learned from that I believe I believe I believe I believe I believe but some of your highfalutin folk gonna say cut that joker off don't want him around here he's not dependable not reliable preach Holy Ghost But I thank God for Barnabas' spirit. Barnabas said, if you don't want to take him, Paul, I'll take him. (laughs) I'll pick up where you left off. So don't think that's because you're not active that it won't happen. Because whatever God has for you is for you. And nobody else can get it. Well, as always... We sincerely trust that you have been blessed, you've been inspired, and you have been informed. But most of all, that now you are ready to do greater works. I believe that this is your season. 
Therefore, until next time, when I shall come to you with more Concepts for Living, Biblical Principles for Contemporary Living. May God bless you and yours. Concepts for Living Concepts for Living Concepts for Living Can change your life today